Yes. And Klarna. I mean, I finance the cologne I'm wearing right now. I finance everything. You do. Always you financed a vacuum that was $100. That, yeah, that one right behind you. I financed that. I what love did you financing. finance? My shark vacuum. Wait, this little thing? Yeah. Is there No. Like... I don't finance. <laughs> it's no, the... Okay, I... I do. I bought my car cash. I never thought about it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way. I don't have car payment. Be... I, don't, I don't have pay. Like, no. I, I would pay rent up front the year. You, this, let this be your rock bottom. <laughs> I, I need you to, this is your wake up call. I've come, Hashem sent me to you. <laughs> Wait, what? Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab a boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> I was like, what do boys eat? <laughs> Hi, Nico. I almost said hi, Con. <laughs> I noticed that. How hi, are you Con. since I saw you yesterday? Um, wait, I'm good. We just discovered it. Oh, I remember. We just figured out a boys club, but not because of the space that we're in. Yes. It's teddy bears. People who, adults who have stuffed animals. Adults with teddy bears. Okay. Uh, yes. I, okay, here's the thing. I did not have a teddy bear when I, when I was a child. Because I was like, I this, is th- this is the thing that you can lose. This is the thing that will cause me sadness. <laughs> that makes sense for you. I never had it. I think I never, I never really, I had one when I was like quite little. I had like a stuffed monkey or something like that yeah. that I had till I was maybe five. No name? Monkey. Oh, yeah. You know, kind of just sense. simple, straight to the point, what of it course. is. Um, but like I had friends who like would bring him to college and stuff. And it's like, what are we doing? I know. It's like we're going to be fucking next to my baby monkey. That's one of those things where I feel like when you're raised as a girl and a woman that you're like, that's something you're like, quote, like allowed that like boys aren't. That's like, okay, come on. No, boys had it more than girls, I remember. As adults? Yeah, my mom said, you know, they're throwing a lot on the mom. Oh, uh, okay. Like as if their mom, you wanted it. Yeah. You're a man. Yeah. I can think of. You wanted it. Okay, don't be throwing your mother under the bus. She doesn't want it in her house because it fucking reeks. I can think of two, and it's a. I don't know if it's a gay. It's not a gay thing. I know. I just don't know straight men, but I can think of two gay men that have it. Gay people with adult teddy thing works for the Department of Justice. Yeah. And wow. Has, and has Should that. he be working there? <laughs> <laughs> what is the process of working there? Where this is why. Can't even have not a security blanket. This is why Trump this hasn't been. Yeah. Indicted. Yeah, because, because there's people with stuffed animals. Do gang. It's a company. Like the government, when I look at them, like it's. Imagine you worked at this company, you'd be like, they're fucking crazy. I know. Like, you'd be on Slack like this guy's fucking nuts. Like, I know. It's just a really bad company yeah. that we pay for. Poorly run. It's like a co-op company that yeah. we all pay into. Yeah. And some people go to the board meetings, some don't. I don't. I haven't voted in years. <laughs> Thank I mean, you for normalizing that because I yeah. also haven't voted in years. No, I'm not This is a that. not voting podcast. It's a not. Okay. Listen. How do you feel about that? I don't know. Listen. If, uh, first of all, I don't follow anything, okay? Yeah. I also don't know what's right anymore. I could hear something with every issue, you know? Like, if you tell me the Palestinian issue from the Palestinian side, I go, you know what? They're 100% right. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing I can say there. Yeah. They're 100% right. And my brother will tell me one thing on the other side. I'm like, well, he's got a point. Yeah. I, I don't know what's right anymore with absolutely anything. I feel I don't that. vote anymore. I'm not informed enough. And some people are mad at me that I don't vote. Robbie, you don't vote. Gotta vote. 
you better thank your lucky stars. <laughs> I don't vote because you don't know which way it's going to go. My bro- I've heard good things about DeSantis at this point. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. That yeah. he's hot. My- That's the good thing. Oh, no. He's no. handsome. He is not. Yes, he's okay, handsome. Okay, hold on. But I, I agree that, like, so my girlfriend is very, like, she's kind of informed out of anxiety, I think. She's like, You're one of the last straight trans dudes I've ever met. Well, so I will say on that topic, I'm, I definitely would consider myself like queer bisexual because yeah. I'm just like, well, mostly because I'm I'm tired of trying to on the podcast. I think I've been I, I I don't really like well because I wouldn't identify as straight because it's like, yeah, that's not my culture yeah. at all. Yeah, and then I have found with testosterone that my interest in the male physique and men in general has gone has skyrocketed beyond what it was before. But I don't obviously I'm in a relation I'm in a monogamous relationship so I'm not looking but I don't think I would date a man but I I'm definitely like I don't know I see a lot of trans guys that I think are hot but yeah I I like trans I don't I don't know that a yeah I don't like penetrative anything oh you came so to the right podcast what am I gonna do like <laughs> yeah I I don't want it in me yeah I'm still topping so I don't understand. Right. If it's with a dude, like, I'm not... You yeah. turn around. I'm not... <laughs> what the fuck? You could... I mean, and you could. What am I getting? Yeah. I'm trying to stop <laughs> penetrative sex in 2023. Like, for everyone. Wait, you're trying to what? And penetrative sex. It's called side. I you said HIV sex. And oh, no, like, but that... That's nice. That <laughs> sounds good. No, completely. Penetrative, it's... Yeah, no, I'm done. I think that bottoming is not... Anal sex is... It, it wasn't supposed to be this way. Bottoming is a serious job. Like, yeah. when I talk to gay men and they tell me they're versa, I'm like... It's not something you can just dabble in. You yeah. Know, these are these are working professionals yes. as yes. far as I'm concerned. Yes. They yeah, are Because they're prepared. doing things in the bum hole. Yeah. Uh, keeping it clear. Like, it's not just on a whim you're going to bottom. No. no. Bottoms who really, like, it is a routine. It's a regimen. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And then people are going to come and I converse. What the, you're going to tell. If I was a lifelong bottom. Get and I had so, this is like Brooklyn girls being they them with a boyfriend. <laughs> You're here to tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I also think that to get good at bottoming, I've decided it's kind of it's like cross. You can't do CrossFit once a month and get better at it. Bottoming, it's like you gotta work at right. this. Yeah, you gotta do this it's regularly. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're not doing that anymore. No, it's over. You're done. What are you doing? Side then? culture. Um, that's a great question. In my head, yeah, but probably not in anywhere else. It's not not enough. Um, so side culture is big where it's like, yeah, we're going to get naked and we're going to like do all the things. And I promise everyone is going to come, but like, we're not That's lesbians. Yeah. So we're trying to get Connor into being the first gay lesbian. I want a lesbian relationship (laughs) with a gay man. Yeah. We're not having, you know, lesbians. So somebody asked me, you know, my friend, I'm friends with a lot of dudes. They don't know things and they got questions Mm -hmm. and they're dumb and they're not. But you know, he said, how do you fuck? And I said, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my girl laughed and he's like, "Yeah, we don't." I'm like, no, we kind of roll around to some. I'm thrilled with what's happening, but yeah. we've seen fucking. It's. Not... I don't need to call it that. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Totally. What we call it. We're doing something. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I come to find out that straight people they make this one come, they make that one come, as well. So straight people are not having penetra- penetration. They sex. are, but the girl has to come after or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like the guy will come and then he makes the girl come. So they're doing. Lesbian sex too. Yeah, all sex is veering lesbian, and and, and and the queerest thing you could do now is be a girl with a boyfriend. Yeah. So it's like we're living <laughs> in another planet. It is. Everything is on its head. The word "roll around" that sounded really romantic. Wait, that's will like you, that is what I want. Will you turn yours down just slightly? Yeah, my gain, right? Yeah, your gain, and then Robbie, we're gonna turn yours down just slightly too. Down, you said. 
Yeah, I'm just gonna adjust the audio a little bit. A lot well, of uh, someone a lot came of, uh, on and told us. Well, this yeah. episode forty-one, someone came and said you're doing this all wrong. Who was it? Who told us we were wasn't doing it? Wrong? Ad- no, Ashley Jared Goldstein. Ex- well, Jared Goldstein oh, freed us of our prison of these and was like, "Hey, just take these out and hold them." And we were like, "That is better." And then Ashley Gavin, I think, explained yeah. game to us, or that yes. all the patterns should be. She the knew same. how to do it because she's got a very successful podcast. We've little by little yeah. had yeah. queer people like little. lead us through. Yeah, have this thing, this bar, this looks- little thing, getting everything yeah. together. Yeah, you know, it's. It's fine. You guys know what you're doing. Um, all right, let me let me <laughs> so do an intro. That was, that was nice because some people come in and they say, "Yeah, one <laughs> one person came on and said, seeing you two do this makes me think anybody can do this, it which is, is true. also it, true. It is inspiring for me, but I find this to be difficult. Yeah, no technology is this I think really hard. Takes everything out of me. Nico is our tech guy. This is the the most time consuming project we work on. Probably is the podcast. <laughs> And it is the least reward in terms of like. Yeah, but give it five years. It's a slow burn. Slow yeah, burn. We're committing. Yeah. It's All a right. Slow burn. Should I do an intro and then we'll oh, we do have our boys clubs? Yeah. Yes. All right, boys. Our guest this week is an incredible comedian in town from LA. Um, we're so lucky to have. Please welcome Robbie Hoffman. Thank Hello. you so much. Thank you for joining us from LA. When are you here uh, until? I'm here till Wednesday. Cool. And you're from New York originally. Originally from New York. I'm originally from Brooklyn. Is that why? Do you prefer LA because it's not home, or do you like coming back here? There's a lot of assumptions there. I wouldn't say I <sighs> have a preference. They're both dumps. <laughs> okay, it's like pick your shithole. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I I love to work, I love what I do. The luckiest thing I do is like, I was an auditor for three and a half years. I grew up poor. When I got into school, I was like, okay, let's just make money. I mean, I love money. However, it comes. I never thought money would come like this, and it's a pleasure that it does. But um, if I didn't work doing what I do, which is, you know, I'd be in one of these places that you hear about, like something like Montana, I hear is nice. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, you know, Wyoming. when you hear about these, yeah. Kendall yeah. Jenner said that she just wants to go to Wyoming with really? a farm and some cows. Yeah, no, so, so you know, they're both dumps, but I have a great life in Los Angeles. I get to come here. Mm-hmm. Um, and do the new you know i i pound the pavement when i'm here i stack everything in a couple of weeks i'm in i'm out mm. and i come about now you know what i've been coming more and more maybe every two months for work stuff but, yeah um i wish they were very close yeah. yeah it would be nice if it was like the distance of like five hours yeah let's try that would be great five hours is too much because then it would be the same city yeah, yeah. but if it was If LA Texas. was Florida, yes. LA like Florida. If Florida was not a shithole and that is where the I film like industry Florida. was. I know. I this guess that's the problem with me, you see. You're allowed. <laughs> twenty twenty three love Florida. I love I love a Fort Lauderdale moment. I, I love. was I was talking to people last night about this. We had a, a party last night and I was which brings me to one of my boys' clubs in a second, but I was talking to um somebody about like if I ever have enough money and opportunity if I think my primary residence will probably always be here, but I would like yeah. my if I could have a secondary one, I think I would like to go back to Savannah, or like somewhere in like a coastal like that's like totally not work related mm-hmm. and like off the grid I love it. and just be in the in the nature. Yeah, I like nature. You know, that's that's probably the historically dyke side of you. Is yeah, nature. Yeah, which why I like that you say that you're queer that you wouldn't a straight guy because. You have a bone in you for nature. Even yeah. me, I'm a city kid. Yeah. And I'm like, nature? Like, what? There's no other city kid. <laughs> but clearly something's wrong with me. Yeah. You know? You can tell I'm soft or whatever's going on. <laughs> I don't think I have a nature bone. I have a bone that Yo, wants to be... Nothing. We have nothing. <laughs> Wait, tell me what bone this is. I have a bone for, like, being in a car at four in the morning driving nowhere. 
Does that make sense? I, I, I like like a dusk. I like sunset. Yes. Like always on the move. Always yeah. on the Four, move. Four, no. Four is depressing. I'm jealous of you being up until the sunrise, though. I want to be able to, like... That just happened to me for the first time maybe, like, ten years. I know. I need to, like, uh, every once in a while. Because I'm so, like, I get so in my head about, like, being regimented in my schedule. Well, same. That I won't let myself ever do that. And but it's like, but it's SNL, inspired if me. If you went to SNL, I'd stay up. you're up. I know. Because the shit ends at two. Yeah. It, it's not much to, yeah. to make it to four thirty, and the sun is coming up early, early. I go, wow! I guess it comes up. Yeah, five o'clock. Did you? I would guess six. Did you get to meet our friend Asha Ward? Per, per I chance? met two Ashas, both oh. incredible. Okay, so our friend Almost Asha so. is—I mean, she's got the most am- amazing skin in the world. A, a great writer, I guess. Great writer, yeah. so so funny. Yeah. She just got hired there a couple right before the new year. Yeah, right. I know. So we got to see if we can get some tickets and go. Yeah, you can. Ash. But yeah. see, I'm telling you now, you go, you'll be up to five. Yeah. Okay. Because we'll this, what are you gonna do? But um, yeah, I. You know what, people? It's funny that you talk about regiment and doing this. I am such not like a night owl. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was up to me, stand up would be four or five. I'm no. sure it was nice to some people. But um, I'm I'm so with you. I I'm gonna be a mess tomorrow. No, see, I stop. I, I don't really do that. Are you? Remember when you said you were gonna try to get up every day at seven? Mm-hmm. Did you ever do that? No. I did it for a little while, and then because of our vacation, I got kind of fucked yeah. up. Yeah. And last week you I did not do that. You work nights. I know. We also work nights, which when I tell people, they assume security. <laughs> uh, but I, I do work in the evening. It's like I, yeah. I, I, I sometimes if I do two three shows, yeah. that means I'm going from seven seven thirty to midnight. That's a full. Yeah, basically eight hours of like of, yeah. of work. I know I can't like get myself out of the nine to five. Like in my head, it's like oh, people work these time. Like you should be up and working, and it's like no, your your day is just shifted. Your day is so shifted. you just need to like recognize that. But I'm I'm it's 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 a battle I'm I'm trying to no, and because it, it, it's not what's that what's that schedule your circadian schedule or circadian rhythms circadian rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. it's not natural. No. We shouldn't be up. I don't want to be up. I don't like the people out at night. I'm like, ooh, look at these yeah, people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, it just... I know. Yeah. And I think that's really hard for people to grasp. I told you that my friend from college reached out and was like, I don't feel important to you or something. And it was like, you don't understand. Our lives are just really weird. And you are important <laughs> to me. Just know that. And She's I'll see you in off. heaven. I'm telling you it's over that friendship very, very soon. Wait, I feel yeah. incredibly connected to you. Yesterday, yeah. I literally Googled... <laughs> outgrowing they're friends. pinky swearing and then I looked at a that. list of signs that you're outgrowing a friendship actually outgrowing me and that's okay i was like this is good wait maybe you should phrase it like that and be like i think you're outgrowing I think me you're outgrowing and i want i don't want to yeah. hold you back because yeah. you yes. know that you're outgrowing her let her making a man think he had an idea before like in a yeah you've outgrown me that's what you have to do okay it's clear you've outgrown me. Yes. yes okay if we're having an honest conversation between grown-ups this girl's immature, not a grown up. Okay, yeah. people, people are gonna have kids. People are gonna get into relationships. I hate when somebody like when if you get into a relationship and somebody gives you grief about spending time in that relationship. Yeah. To the extent you're thinking about it, it freaks me out. Yeah. You gotta get your own life, and do that. Yeah. I know. And I'm gonna do my life, and then when it links up, I don't even care about. Why you don't even hear about it? I care about a bunch of. Yeah. This but girl's I, dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell her. I'm, I'm the same way, though. I feel like all my best friends that I keep up with are, like, people – and, like, the people I'm around all the time are also people as busy as me. And then when I see them, they're, like, ready to hit the ground running for our mm-hmm. one-hour dinner. And then that's – I'll see you in a year. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Perfect. Perfect. And some people, you go randomly on a trip or you get a lot of time or mm. – It's just – it's a joy. Just take joy where you can. Don't focus on the time you don't have. I don't understand that. Yeah. 
to all my friends, I just want you to know that if I'll see you when I see you, and if that's in heaven, then that's in heaven, and I <laughs> will always love you. You're in my heart. Um, You'll be in my heart. My grandma loves that song. She sent me the other day. Tarzan's really making it. She sent me a video of her TV playing it, oh, that's rather, sweet. which is the grandma way of sending a song. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let me get press record and yeah. play at the same yeah. time. Her toes were in it. It was great. Yeah. Um, did you see any boys clubs this week? Well, mine Since was we're a teddy bear, it. but then I had... Oh, that is a good a one. Teddy bear one. Right. I think it was a teddy bear one. Yes. Okay, that is a good one. Mine for this week is... So, last night, my roommate texted me before I had gotten back to host our apartment party, and he was like, do you have a speaker? And I was like, why don't you just play the music off the TV? Then I get there. He's got the music playing on the speaker, and then he's got a muted um, recess, the, t- the yeah, cartoon right. program, playing on mute, just for vibes. But, yeah. And I was, was like, oh, I'll never be as cool as him. You know what I mean? He just yeah. knows that that's what the party needs. No, your roommate is really cool. He's like my big brother in that way. I'm like, I'm just never going to be as cool as this guy. No. I know. And it, he had like seven friends in Chaco. They weren't really wearing Chacos, but they were kind of like Chaco. Choco. Ch- Chacos are these shoes that people wear in Montana to go out they're to like hiking. A, they're like a Outdoor kind of a shoes. sort of a watery shoe. Yeah. Too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up a picture. Nico's roommate is from the Pacific Northwest, right? No, he's from San Diego. Okay. He's from right below Wrong. the Pacific Northwest. Wrong. He's from San Diego. He's like an outdoorsy guy. With like nice outdoorsy friends. He's the best. Did you think me and that Irish guy were going to kiss? I thought there was an Irish guy there? Yeah. We oh. talked extensively in front of you. <laughs> when? Right extensively These about his sweater. All right. Four. I'm like, yeah. it's not hitting, folks. Yeah. Those shoes Those shoes were really popular in the South, though, when I was growing up because they were like an outdoorsy shoe. So no, a lot of people wore them. I know. Listen, fine. They were like college <laughs> orientation leader they, vibes. Yes, yeah. it was very like I do young life and yeah that inner varsity, which I did. Yeah, what's inner varsity? Inner varsity was a Bible study group okay. that I joined because they were going to the beach and <laughs> we did go to the. You beach. wanted a beach trip, yeah. but we totally. stayed in army barracks, and that's not the beach. Totally. No, that's I mean, scary. technically Normandy was the beach, you know, but it was like I wanted to go to the beach, beach, not the war beach. You yeah. Know? No. Yeah. Ask you three. So we'll start with the first question, which is, what is a boys club you were not a part of? What's a boys club? First of all, I don't even want to be in the boys club. Boys yeah. think I'm in the club sometimes. I'm like, eh. I'm like, mm. I'm not doing this with you. Okay, I have nothing to do with this. Um, but what's a boys club I was not in? So you were in the teddy bear. You were with the shoes. The shoes, and then also uh, my roommate like knowing how to curate the vibe for the party so well. Mm. I was like, that's like a like an, another boys club is everyone to. that loved that song. I wish you'd step back from that ledge, ledge my, my friend. Yes. We That's a boys could club. Cut well, I'm definitely in that club. Yeah. Any and okay. anyone that owns like a cooler, I've decided is a boys club. Yeah. yeah. The other question, the second question is what's a boys club you are a part of? So if that's easier to start with, we can do that one too. Any order. I'm in a lot of boys clubs. Like I'm classic boy. Mm-hmm. Um, if everybody in Brooklyn didn't make they, them and pronouns so annoying, I'd probably do something like that <laughs> because I... <laughs> You know, if, if it was room for me in that community, I'd probably be somewhere there. But now yeah. I'm like, oh, that's got nothing to do with me. <laughs> I go, oh, that's a whole other thing. That's not about me. Wait, so your boys club is, is they, them? Is your boys club? Oh, that I'm not in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. only you can that. do. Um, at first, it seemed like there was a glimmer of room for me. Like when it first started, I was like, oh, that seems like something from me type of person. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I realized, no, it was like for the girls with the boyfriends. <laughs> And then so I just was like, oh, it's actually just like, I got nothing to do with that. I had a friend, got top surgery, the whole thing, calls me and goes, what are we doing with this day? Them? I said, Rox, it's got nothing to do with us. 
It's got <laughs> these girls. They went to Wesleyan. God knows what. Do yeah. people refer to you as they them a lot? They do. I believe that. They do. Yeah. They do everything. You know, I probably listen. He him's the coolest. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> listen, they got us. They got he him. They, got they us. win. Yeah. He him. A yeah. lot of times, I think people do they them like people who are like not queer, but they're like do gooders. And they think they're helping. They're like calling everyone. They they're them. like we're just gonna erase gender. And it's like that's not what we're trying to do. Yeah, and yeah. It's like you're confusing me. So if you're they, then what am I? Oh, I'm the last she her on the motherfucking planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just me now. Like, like when you get to the she her planet, all these guys show up. They're like, oh, that seems fun. I'm like, hello, fellas. <laughs> it's like literally just me left. Like. I think I'm not in that club. I think it was started originally for people like me, but as usual, everything gets appropriate. Yeah, it's not bit. helpful. This is so not important. I'm like, until people aren't starving, I'm one of these. I'm like an old school. This is why you don't want me voting. I'm like, <laughs> unless you're dying, I can't hear about it at this point. <laughs> yeah. And they bring up things like, you know, the trans girls in the pool, like Penn. What is Penn Ivy League or was it Penn yeah. State? I don't Penn. remember. If it was, I think it was you, Penn. Yeah. Okay. So listen, it's 80 grand a year or something. Why? Probably okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care about any rich kids in a pool, trans or otherwise. What are you, <laughs> what are you bringing me? What are we talking about here? Yeah. It's like, like, like the, you're telling me there's 12 white girls in the pool. And this is the best swimmer in the pool. Let's give a girl in the Bronx lessons since two. And then you ask me who the best swimmer yeah, in the pool is. True. It's a beautiful take. I got I want nothing you, to do with you know, you rich go to kids MSNBC. in a pool. Yeah. MSNBC, we're going to hear from, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Broken comedian oh, Robbie Hoffman. Don, Lemon. Don Lemon's on the out somewhere. I don't know where you are. He's, He's on CNN. What a pretty man. This maybe CNN. has more to do with my per, like res, uh, relationship to my own gender than anything. But I I do remember when for a while I was you know going by they them when I was figuring things out right. and when people would use it for me I'd just be like just don't refer to me actually <laughs> yeah. you just don't talk about me in the third person. <laughs> yeah, it's just he him. Um, yeah, I've She's performed the with her a couple times now. She's but, the best. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm not in the they them club, but mm. it was start, it, it's weird. It, it's like it's kind of like when Steve Jobs got kicked out of his own company. <laughs> Remember <laughs> Apple? And he's yes, like, he got kicked out of his own company, or Roseanne got canceled, and they she got kicked out of her own show. Yeah, all those weird things, and Steve like, and you know, one was you know yeah. made a massive mistake and whatever. And I don't know, Steve Jobs probably made massive mistakes, but it's still weird. He's probably like, I started this company. Yeah. And there's it's no just place just for me. It's strange that I'm not yeah. in it. Yeah. So it's okay. That's a good voice, though. We've never heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. It's also this weird thing where when you get the the Brooklyn, you know, um, they thems with the with the boyfriends, you go and they got you know they were in a summer dress or whatever they're wearing and they have the shoes that you mentioned with socks probably <laughs> and all this stuff. Okay. Yeah. I got the tits out and whatever. It's like, so you care most, like, you don't care about nothing else. You don't care about cutting your tits off. You don't, you know, you don't have gender dysphoria that you can, that you need to articulate in any, you know, way. But the most thing you care about is the word. Yeah. Like, it's the least thing I care about. Right. So, and it's fine if you, the most thing you care about is the word, but I'm just trying to be me and my butt. Like, yeah. it's more, you know, and it's not physical for everyone, but it is to me just I'm not in that club of like the thing I care most about is the word. Right. But maybe I don't care as much about words. You know, my name growing up was Rivka, Rivka Sarah. Mm. Hard name. I went by Robbie when I started comedy, so I didn't care what you called me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I guess I'm very used to not being cared what I'm called. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, I am into feeling good how I like 
walk, talk, you know, ha- yeah. like, like just being me. But it's weird when like you're like, poli- you're so like the word and call me this. It's like I don't really care so much about words. I play around with them, and um, it's not, it's not the only thing. Um, uh, what's anchoring my identity? Totally. I'm anchoring my identity. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like gender self-expression really has become like a language thing and it's like there's yeah, so, many there's so, so much, much more, more to and it that's why I relate to somebody it always is nice when I see what I call a real one cancer <laughs> no I'm kidding <laughs> but truly it's like we see each other we still have even within this community that's supposed to be all inclusive we've had a sub-community where I see somebody like you Nico yeah. and I go oh he gets it mm. I'm at home this guy yeah. get like just I'm not saying we all have to have the same issues, but a place for me, I have very common issues with a person like Nico. So yeah. it's nice to just talk about that stuff. Yeah. Just like, you know, if you're, you know, if you need advice on, if you're both applying for masters of social work and you know, two people who got into the program. So have a conversation. Right. right. What do I need? What kind of letters? What, what kind of volunteer? I go to you. Hey, yeah. what I think about tea. What, what do we think? You know, yeah. and if you're not, that's all it is. It's not saying this whole thing about your identity. It's just a specific experience. So we have to have like another thing within the thing. Yeah. Like how weird that you want a problem if there's not really like, <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I think you're glorifying having a problem. Yes. And yeah. it's like, I didn't want none of this. Right. I'm feeling like this is an issue. Yeah. <laughs> I got like, what a nightmare. Yeah. I'm growing up. I'm I wake like, up. This is this can't be good. Yeah. <laughs> you wake up every day and you're like, God damn, I can't I'm believe. Like, There's yeah. no way. Uh, this is n- impossible. What are you even thinking of doing? Okay, you'll start. You buy men's jeans. Right. Yeah. Rob. Mm. Okay. Well, my. You don't have to tell them. Why they have bigger pockets? You'll yeah. say I wanted bigger pockets. Yeah. Mm. You know, but it's like, but then it it, it it turns into this whole thing where it's like, I don't know. You have to tell me you're other to be othered. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. I believe you, but like, can I go walk over there now? Like, yeah. I don't want, <laughs> yeah. Why do I have to be involved? Like, I'm like, okay, yeah. Great. It's just it's not my people. Yeah, it's se. like we don't have anything in common. We don't have anything in common. Yeah. So like, when I'm looped in your group, and I don't, I'm not in any group. Like that, that's why I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just still over there. Like there was supposed to be this thing that like I'm like, oh, an island, and then I'm like, oh no, we're in the ocean. Yeah. Here we are, cast away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, and then when you see another one, you know, you meet the other Wilsons, you go, ah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, we have our own little sub, 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 and um, I don't know. It is funny. I feel like every time I see, like, a trans guy on Instagram, I'll, like, look at mutuals, and it's like, oh, they somehow follow all the other trans guys I know because we've just all found each other because there's yeah, so Yeah, you have to then go through, yeah. and it's fucking... Anyway, and it's not, these are such non-issues even. Let's yeah. say this whole thing gets cut or whatever because you go, uh, okay. This, even talking about, it's a non, we're talking about such subs of subs of subs mm-hmm. of subs. It's like, it's almost, what is that class in university? Uh, linguistics. Mm-hmm. It feels like linguistics. Mm feels like rules of language yeah. mostly and hyper hyper specific identities within identities it feels like the hyper focus of our differences rather than what we have in common yeah um and that seems to be this this mood we're in right now where yeah. it's like i'm different in this way i identify specifically as this is this versus like there was a time not so short where it was like i don't i don't want labels i don't want now we want hyper labels mm-hmm. you know so I don't know. It's just um, 
we get into trends or moods or, you know, um, and, and in some ways they also feel as growing up so poor has shaped me. It in some ways feels, uh, you know, it, it feels like unconsensual to be pulled into these worlds that prioritize things like what feel like linguistics to me mm-hmm. when I feel like I'm being used as a distraction for massive issues that are affecting people of all kinds, including queer people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it's like, I, I, it, it's just, it's not fun to talk about like jobs and money and mm-hmm. poverty, but I wish we were talking more totally. about it um, because yeah, that really sucks if you've, if you've, if you've done that and most of the country is doing that and so that's why I don't feel like most of the country doesn't care about my issues and things like that but I feel like we've been it's been so uh, polarized it's been so like created like sports to divide us on these weird teams so Mm -hmm. that like everybody's getting fed whatever and they're like I am against that thing actually but Mm -hmm. really they're not they're just mad about their whole like there's so much else going on that actually isn't being talked about and I feel like our identity or for lack of a better thing is like used as another distraction point mm-hmm. um and i wish it wasn't i wish it was in the conversation but not as massive as it is oh absolutely it's like i mean it's like it feels like trans people are like the new identity politics to they're like finding the new thing that can be divisive and, because... we, and we have nothing to do with that even no. we just want to be it's just like both sides have pushed us to be this thing and if you're not like now I have to be political by virtue of being who I am right. and I just opt into yeah. or whatever it is. Um, but I'm ready for poor people to be poor, pulled into some, I'm ready for that to be politicized um, a lot more because yeah. I think that encompasses queer people, black people, poor white people, poor, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a trickle. It, it's, it, it involves the economy, the government. It, it's a conversation about so many large things happening at once when yes. you're just talking about poverty it really is an umbrella for so much um and i do wish that that became the massive uh political Identifier. point and, and it's the reason i was so bernie and i'm now marianne williamson which nobody likes because <laughs> i think she's a kook but anybody who's talking about that first i feel heard i feel seen i feel that's where i relate to and that's somebody that i would go to some covid infested school to vote for you know yeah um, but beyond that, if you're talking about, yeah, I just, that has shaped me way more than my identity with regards to a gender or sexuality. Yeah. So I, I personally. Mean, class consciousness is like the ultimate it really equalizer. Is. And it, it's just like such a, it's, it sucks that they've taken every little identity and use that to like pit, pit us against each other rather than because they, to distract us from the fact yeah, that like, yeah. that is the real connector that we need to see to be able to like make some real change because it's the thing that touches all Everyone. other issues. And that's yeah. why it's like, and, and listen, I'm only ever speaking from my experience. Don't come at me. I don't check DMs anyway, so good luck. <laughs> um, I'm only ever speaking from my experience, which I find like rarer and rarer in the circles that I run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do, you know, I see the privilege that's in bed and even doing creative pursuits and all that stuff and what it took, what it takes for people without that to do, you know, to pursue their dreams or something. Um, so I, I am speaking from, you know, just, just my opinion on it or my, uh, my perspective from where I'm coming from. But I forget what I was going to say after that, but 
you just said what did you just say i was saying that poverty is like the ultimate the identity politics is like keeping yeah oh yeah strong. so and it feels like for some reason identity got lumped into an elitist the elitist side of things yeah. and that sucks too because everybody gets an identity or whatever but mm. now it's like because it's become this you know it's like well they're pushing it well they're also pushing it both yeah. sides are now like blaming each other yeah. for the thing and it's just like can we be grown-ups yeah like guys guys okay everybody settle down yeah okay like let's just work on this group project together. <laughs> yeah. let's just get yeah. it done okay yeah. you do this part you do this part i'll compile all the parts i was always that kid in the group project <laughs> i was always like all right just give me your parts i'll put it in <laughs> you did you everybody's know. But I don't know. I, I don't know how well I articulated all those points, but they are complex and nuanced and whatever. And it feels like to we're giving such a nuance to such a small thing. I wish we would, you know, it seems like we have enough energy to critically think about things like this. So mm -hmm. why don't we critically think about mm -hmm. some others for now? There's a candidate who's saying they want to start from scratch. I feel like we're at the point where we have to start from scratch. Yeah. I do feel like there's too many problems with this house. Guys, it's a teardown. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a rebuild. It's a demo. We got plumbing issues. Yeah, yeah. it's there's nothing. It's in the infrastructure. The problem yeah. is in it's the infrastructure, infrastructure. Oh, we got to restart. So yeah. you know, it's not for everyone, and I'm not encouraging that. Listen, you're gonna come at me and whatever. I've come here from my own experience of feeling they lost me. Yeah, they lost me. They're and all you idiots. You know what? If they can get me back, great. Yeah, it's a call in to the. Uh, to the politicians out there to get Robbie's vote. That's to it. The DOJ. <laughs> yeah. So the D your DOJ guy with the teddy bear. I mean, the issues are so insidious. It's, it's, I mean, this it's is just it's down to the molecular level at this company. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just we're down to the teddy bear. People out, cut them out. That's like, it. Girl power. That's it. Yeah. Okay, that was a good one. And then, so what is a boys' club you are a part of? Cars. Yeah? Yes. I like cars. Okay. I like watches. Uh, I like anything like a rapper would go. Like, I like, like, new money shit. You like, like shoes? You shoe? Up, mm, shoes I'm okay on. Okay. But mm. I like having a good shoe. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it's like we grew up like fucking rollies. Let's get Lamborghini. Yeah. You know, like, so you're going to see me on the flip side. I'm a Bernie bro. And then you're going to see me. I can't wait to sell out <laughs> on the other side. Okay? I yeah. live a life of contradictions of double standards. This yes. Is what, to know me is to know this. Okay. I have severe, I, I don't live like, I just make the rules as I go for me yeah. specific to what my mood is. Okay. That's what you gotta do. And like you, you, I can't wait till you see me in like a lime green <laughs> Lambo. Do you drive in LA right now? I do. I drive an old uh, 1983 Toyota uh, little race car. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, you and it, it was it? It, it's amazing. Um, but uh, I got it super cheap. I know I like cars, mm. and it's been the best. I bought it kind of like on a whim. Like if this even last a year, I just moved to LA, and I couldn't get a car because I didn't have uh, credit there, and you have to build up credit there, and it's a whole thing. <sighs> Um, they can't make anything fucking easy. Well, no, and it takes like six months. You get a, a credit card there. Like, I'm not trying to like freak anyone out. <laughs> Bank of America, I did feel Bank. really anxious when you said that. No, I was like, I it's not even a pressing issue, but I'm already anxious. About <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Everybody's like, no, you just, you, it means you're not like leasing your dream car yet. Or yeah, your yeah. Your rates yeah. aren't going to be great as soon as you move to the state. Uh, you just have to yeah. like, live there for a little bit. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I'll buy it. Whatever I want. 
and, and it was cheap. And it, and five years later, it's like the best car I ever bought. Oh damn! But oh my then God, it got me forever. really into cars. Like yeah. so, I'm like, I'm watching Jay Leno's Garage. Like I'm like. I got to transition at some point. I've transitioned in every single way <laughs> at this point. Like, literally, like, culturally, like, yeah. every single way. But taking the juice, which is, like, the best fucking part. It is the best one. You walked in in a glamorous coat and some shades. And it's yeah. pretty dark out. Like, it's yeah. like, you walked oh, yeah, in yeah. looking, yeah. You walked in looking, um, yeah. looking famous. Do you, so, yeah. do you um, like, know how to, like, work on cars, too? Or is it more a of, like, bit. Yeah, I've been, like, learning as I go. Because when you have an old car, I was like, listen, it's cheap enough that if it lasts a year and then I lease something normal. Mm. But then the car just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> the car kept going <laughs> amazing. And it was, like, small fixes. They'd be like, oh, it's just this. Like, every time I brought it in, I'm like. It's definitely going to be. Yeah. There's no way. And they're like, this is going to go for a million miles. Like, they're loving the car. They're showing me things on the car. I got my car. Guys, I'm like, in it. Yeah. You have a don't ask, don't tell policy. <laughs> Everybody I go to, and I do well in that environment. I do well. I bet you in do. A, in a, you know what? I'm asking them. They're not asking me. Yeah. We're here to look at the car. Yeah. And I, I enjoy that. There's something cleansing to me about, like, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about this Car. You have an energy that gives like immediate respect in a space like that. Thank you. Yeah, it's Thank like you, you walk in, you say what you need. The mechanic is sh- straighten it up. Yeah. What do you need? And he's like, oh, you know what? You were close. It was this. I was like, see, I thought I was starting to like figure it yeah. out. And what then, are the issues with it? Like brakes? Nothing. Yeah, I changed my brake pads. Mm. He showed me them. Yes, I did. Now I know how to check my brake pads. <sighs> we are the opposite people. I had a car in Chicago one time. I took it and they said, do you need brakes? I called my dad and he came and picked it up and drove it back to Philadelphia. <laughs> like, I'm done with this car. No more I'm car. This car the easiest thing to fix. Yeah. $30 for brake pads. Oh, no. Are you, one of the cheapest. Are you good at haggling? For oh, things? I haggle everywhere. Yeah. Because today, so just today before I came here, my sister and my girlfriend Maddie and I um, went to lunch. And out, Have you ever been to uh, Five Leaves? It's on the corner by McCarran Park. No. This is a five weeks podcast. <laughs> this is a five weeks. <laughs> it's a lot. <clears throat> you know, they have that little market right outside on the weekends. Yes. So they have this little, like, thrifting outdoor kind of, like, people bring their yes. hangers and their, their coats that have, like, Harley Davidson on them and, like, yeah. M&M's. Those, like, race car jackets and stuff. So my sister's big into fashion, and she found a jacket she liked, and she was haggling with the guy. And I'm such a – I'm so bad at that that I'm, like, I'm just actually going to walk away. I can't yeah. even be here because if he looks at me and he wants my opinion, I'm going to crumble. Yeah. And I'm not going to be able to stand up and, like – Give him, because he was such a clown. He's one of these guys that has no idea what he's talking about with his jacket, but he's trying to get my sister to pay too much for it. And I just, I don't have it How in me to like. Jacket? He wanted one fifty, and I'm she wanted to give a hundred for it. Yeah, what kind of jacket? It was, was like it? an old ski jacket. It was cool, yeah. but it was she definitely not a hundred. She got him down to a hundred. Yeah, what'd she say? She's powerful. She was like, "No, I'm not gonna give it to you. But I'll give you a hundred right now." And she was, he was like, "All right, fine, perfect." Yeah, perfect. <sighs> Where did she get that from? My dad, I think. Somehow she got that, and I'm just like, I'll just take it, whatever it is. Yeah, but that's also, that's like, I have brothers like you who are like, eh. my mother always said too, like, if you have to ask how much it is, you can't afford it. Like, just, yeah. if you have to ask, she would rather nothing. Yeah. That's me she walking into a store nothing, trying but... not to look at the tags, be like, I'm not looking at the tags because it's all, it's all available to me. <laughs> I belong here. I'll walk into the store and be like, listen, if you want to give me anything for $100, great. If yeah. not, no worries. Yeah. yeah. I'm out. No harm, no foul. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, I always ask, and and I come from a kind place. Like, hey, I want to be honest with you. I want to pay this. How do you feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I want to start all, doing wait, that. We're gonna practice. I want to start doing that. I want. I'm gonna ins- be honest with you. I want to pay you this. How do you feel about that? That's yeah. what I'm gonna say tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I find an opportunity. Like yeah. I gotta be honest with you. I got 150 on me. 
Is that, is that going to be good enough? Cash is always that? better. People who mm-hmm. negotiate do have cash. Your sister has cash. I always keep cash, cash on. I always keep cash yeah. on. Ca- cash is the way to go. Did she pay cash? For, for a I think she Venmoed, but, you know, <laughs> essentially cash. Listen, my car was supposed to be 5500 This car that I bought, okay, which was like, it's like an anti. It, 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 it's a vintage car. People mm-hmm. use it for shows or whatever. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and now in the pandemic, vintage cars blew up. So I got an offer for 33K on this car that I spent. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like vintage cars. I don't know if you read or whatever. It's like something crazy happened with vintage cars. You're an investor at Um, this point. No. So it's like crazy. I probably do have to sell the car soon. The the lowest I've seen my car trade for in terrible condition is 13K. So already. Wow. And that was like one, it's like literally a, it's a project car. Yeah. Somebody like who really wants to work on cars. Mine's mint and I always, I drive Mm. it. It's literally my car. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 5,500. I bought 3,600 cash. Okay. It's a big dip. 36 means a lot to me. It's double high, double 18. 18 means life. It's a whole Jewish thing. Okay. I like to buy things in 36. 18 or 36. And I go, I bring, but 3,600 in cash looks nice. I believe you. Nice. nice little stack. It's a nice stack. So you go, listen. <laughs> this is 36 right now. 36 right now. And, um, yeah, you have to talk to the guy for an hour. He wants to show me some kids' book he wrote. Uh, <laughs> no. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Let me see what I can do for this. I'm go into the guy's house. Oh, jeez. But, yeah, cash is a really great way to, if you're afraid to do something, just offer cash. Yeah. You don't have to say anything. Just say, I have this. I, I stuck up for myself the other day. close to 5500 No, it's not. $1,900. That was impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. But it looks... To this guy who needs the money if you're selling the yeah. car. Yeah, and you got the you know. wad right there? How are you, you going to resist that? You're like, I found crisp. a man who was that's cash today. Amanda need. They're from the machine. Yeah. They're crisp. Ugh. That's fresh from the bank. I, I was watching uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm the other day, and there was oh, it's a great show. And there was a it's first season, so there was a moment where Julie Louis Dreyfus was in it, and she was paying for something in a check. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot. Like, I... No, yeah, I, exactly. I'm post check. You know, I've always been Venmo or cash or whatever. But I was like, how cool to just be like, thirty dollars. Here you go. I know. Just write it down. Yeah. It's just writing down the amount and giving it to I them. That's so that's cool. Apple Pay. Is us. Apple Pay? I think it's what Venmo. Is Apple Pay. I have it's no idea. You, you can like, text somebody my... money. Have I... you ever seen that on like the like on the, on the no. little widgets it gives you? It's like Venmo. send a gif. I just found who's, too. Yeah, who's using Apple Pay? I just figured it out because I can do it on my watch, which is it is just your credit card pops up on your screen, and then it clicks. Like, I don't even know where my credit card is. I just know that I have Apple Pay. Oh, God. So, like, I don't know where the physical card is. <laughs> no, Connor, don't say that. <laughs> by the way. If anybody's looking. So, like, but you it literally just, like, click it, and it, it connects. Where It's just like using your credit card. You just need to have the credit I'm card. Sorry, I'm offended you called an Apple Watch a watch. <laughs> Wait. I'm so, oh, let's watch. go back. Let's go back. I also I want to know, is what is this watch you're wearing now? Is this one that's near and dear to you? It is. Okay. Everything that I have is near and dear to me. I love that. I am extremely sentimental. Are you a Every- capsule wardrobe kind of person? I've just I learned this term capsule, myself. But I do buy high quality, low amount of things. That's what I'm trying to go I'm to. I'm all about fit. Because I've always been, I've always been like somebody who I was very self conscious about clothes growing up. Obviously, I probably had a lot to do with like feeling dysphoric oh, yeah. and stuff. And I, when I did find certain things I liked, I would just wear those all the time. And I always got a lot of like. 
people would always say like, oh my god, you always wear that jacket or something. Mm-hmm. And I was very self conscious about it. But now that I'm hearing there's a term, the capsule wardrobe, the f- couple of outfits, high quality. I'm like that I can do. But that you know I feel. What? Let yourself be a teenage boy for a bit too. Let yourself yeah. have a lot of cheap, good, fun things that you want. You don't have to do it right away. You didn't get to really like wear different outfits and yeah. like, oh, I'll pick up the shirt at Old Navy. Why not? Yeah. I, I always picture my, my brother's always like, I got this shirt. He's wearing like you know the most basic flannel, but yeah, Old Navy. Can you believe it? <laughs> and I'm funny. like, I can. Like, literally. I can see that from a mile away. <laughs> you know? So just, you know, you don't have to like, I think we get like so stuck on like, I'm a, like just be reasonable. Yeah. Everything in balance. You'll yeah. see when you're out of balance, if you have too many things, sell things. If you're, if you're going through a phase where you're buying things that you're not wearing, cut it down. Yeah. Cut it down. Really wait. I'm really at a place where I do, because I travel so much, I can pack in three seconds. Mm-hmm. I don't wear, I know exactly what I want to wear. Um, and if something doesn't, f- I, even if something I want, it doesn't fit perfect, I do not get it anymore. Yeah. If you I saw my not. closet, you would burn it down. Yeah. <laughs> so much yeah. fucking shit. You know, no, I can't. I, I got, don't do fast fashion, that sort of thing. Yeah. I got this uh, tip from Jared Goldstein, who I think has just the best. He's really yeah, enhanced. I mean, that guy knows how to wear a pair yeah. of pants. I mean, yeah, my God. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw him, I was like, God damn, those pants yeah. are amazing. And, so, and the next time I saw him, he was wearing a beautiful sweater. And I was like, where'd you get the sweater? And he's like, where, I forget where it was, but he's like, but the trick is I get all my sweaters hemmed. So they fit yeah, exactly. And yeah. I was like, why am I not spending the extra 30 bucks to make my shirts fit fucking perfect? I got a tip from Jared Goldstein and it was that I should derma roll, which is where you stick little needles into your face because it makes his face look perfect. And I did it and then had a scar on my face for two weeks. <laughs> did you do it yourself? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe you need to get somebody to do Don't it for do you. It. Don't, yeah. Jared, first of all, Jared buys fast fashion. I've given him hell about this. He's good at it, okay? He knows exactly what to do with his clothing. Yeah. Like, a, like, So, you know, um, but you're doing pretty good. Thank you. I mean, I, I feel like I've gotten a, a better I, – I, over the last, like, two years, I've really come into yeah, my like, – And by the way, for us, it's like it's something uh, – so I'm, I'm linking me, and you're like, bitch, do not – you think you and me are the same? Like, <laughs> what I'm going through? Fine. But, but, but fit is so – fit is one of the things that I could – at least with clothes. Let's say I don't do tea, whatever, which I'm not. By the way, everybody calm down. Um, <laughs> Boys at home, Clothing calm down. is such a good way for me to feel myself. Yeah. Um, but one thing is, is like, I like to wear men's shirt, you know, men's everything, but the neck is big. Mm-hmm. So when I find a shirt that has like a tight neck and it's men's, I will buy it. it yeah. It holds more weight than a shirt that I love. I'm like, oh, it fits. I feel like this fits me. It's like when you sit in a chair, a great chair is a smaller person, mm-hmm. but I f- it's like an armchair that I fit perfect in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Look at me in this yeah. chair. Is this a sit? Yeah. Look at me sitting. And I enjoy a great sit. Yeah. The fit of everything is, is It's really important. Because I have little dainty arms. You so do. instead of building them out, I decided to just only buy shirts that have little sleeves that will hug them and make the yeah. bicep look yeah. like Yeah. It's yeah. it's been so funny for me over the last like year to like try on I'll have like old clothes that I used to like hate wearing and then after I like got top surgery and it was just like filled out a little bit more I'm like oh well now I look buff in this shirt and that's mm. cool so it's yeah. like weird to see how things like evolve oh a thousand yeah. percent but I'm I'm so day. like like I went through so many years of feeling so ashamed of like wanting to shop in the men's section that like now yeah. that I get to shop it's like such a nice it's such a joy to get to shop when I mean, it used just... to be hell I hated it. And now it's so much, yeah, it's yeah. just it's so great, and things do fit. It's like I once had a therapist who said, "Well, do you feel like if you chose to dress differently, you would feel like better or something?" Like, and I said, "I don't even think that I choose to dress this way. I don't think taste is a choice. Like, if I'm looking at Uniqlo and there's the women's section, the men's section, I naturally 
my eyes go, oh, they got new cords in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, nice. <laughs> I just have never, I don't even think I'm choosing. No. I just, it's just, just like if I go with my girl and she's like, ooh. Yeah. Summer's in. You know, she's <laughs> looking at that stuff. Like, yeah. I don't think she's, cho- we're just going. It's visceral. For, taste is just so, I don't know. I'm yeah. just like, ah, oh, why do I have to go through? I wonder if they have my size. 28. Ah, yeah. Okay. The lowest is 30. Let's do 30. Let's yeah. see. What can we is do? Is your pants size 28? Yeah, like, but I'm gonna send people uh, into a spiral in the pod, but I'm also 28 and it's very hard to find. Yeah, it's hard, but but I do, but I wear any size now. Wait, I don't mind. This is crazy because we're all the same pants size. Wow, Brotherhood of the Traveling Pants. Wait, we're gonna send, we're gonna trigger someone at home who's like, I hate my waist. We'll cut cut our size out, but we are all the same size. We're not gonna tell you what it is. We've all got a cute fucking waist. You know where it has good, have you been to, uh, there's a couple of places in Greenpoint that have like Dickies, Carhartt. Those kind of pants, mm. if you like the kind of work. Yeah, yeah, look, I do. They got all the sizes because it's like these big warehouse stores that just have no, everything. No, exactly, but they're brand new, right? Yeah, but like 20 bucks. I know, but the fit of brand new, it's too stiff. Too stiff. Mm. Too stiff? Too stiff. Too stiff. Fair enough. I hate that. Fair enough. It's um, so funny because my brother is a construction. He wears all this shit for real. He's like, what? You're going to go out with this? <laughs> he like, doesn't wear Carhartt. Yeah. He's like, what? My work boots? My my dad grew up like them on a farm and has like yeah. all this old car. So he came and visited me, and I was like, I'm going to show you the store. And he was like, it was like a kid in a candy shop. He was so excited by all yeah. these. Like, people like wear this for like style. And I'm like, yeah, like this is like in. And he's yeah, like, that's yeah, so crazy. Yeah. I grew up having like the full one piece. Do you and, like, get all this stuff from him now? So he's so much taller than me that like right. I would never be able to fit in any of his stuff. Yeah. But I bought him some Carhartt stuff from there for Christmas, and he yeah. was like so excited. You could, about you it. could rock a big sweater or something. Yeah, I know. I, I he's got some old like jackets and stuff. Maybe I could fit. But he's and like, him. He's him. true. Go. I he's six him. one, and I'm five five. So yeah, it's pretty. I got yeah. I got the mom's height than jeans. Six one. His yeah. energy is. Yeah, he's he also got his five. knee done, and so now I think he's a little bit. So oh wow. Yeah. Got like a little half inch. He get his knee done. He had a fucking bad knee, and then he got his knee replaced. Yeah. The way you said got it done. I know. It sounded nice. His jaw done. Me. Got my jaw done. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but like got his jaw done. I should start done. saying that. I got my chest done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Where did you go? It's done. like, and I love, it, it really makes me feel like, okay, if I ever think of something, like I go to the people on the thing that I, I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, Nico went through this. Now that even, even if I didn't, now I know you and I consider you a friend. Likewise. Okay. Um, I, I would feel comfortable to reach out and be like, hey, you started doing this thing. How do you, you know, it's yeah. just. Yeah, it's still very like a word of them. It feels like an old shtetl. I feel like I'm like mm. back in Crown Heights, like the specific <laughs> yeah. community where everybody's talking. Like, it's nice. Yeah, is Crown Heights where you grew up? Uh, my early childhood, and then my mother's Canadian. When we left the community, um, we moved to Montreal, Canada. Cool. Um, yeah. And I stayed there. I went to university there, um, and then I uh, I started stand up there for a little bit, but I mostly started stand up in Toronto. Cool. Which I also feel is underrated. Did you move to That's back to New York from Toronto? No, I moved to L.A. Oh. and then back to New York and now in L.A. And, back and now LA. I'm like, by, yeah. a little by coast. You are by coast. coast. That's a boys club you're a part of. Yeah, that yeah. is a boys club you're a part of. Yeah, yeah. That's, the elite, that's when you get to that point. Yeah, I'm you're ga- back and forth. I'm, I'm, even though I care about the poor so much, I can't wait the rich <laughs> because of, you know what I mean? But I no, you and I are not the same. I still <laughs> care about you and I want this thing that's supposed to work for you to work for you. Yes. But I don't need that. I got to get these watches. I, I gotta Lambo. get me now. Yeah. You know, I always tell my little sister. You know, I have nine siblings, and we all kind Whoa. of co-raised, and you know, Boys it's club. a different, it's a different dynamic when you grow up. You know, so many siblings, there's a co-raising that happens. Whether, you know, parentification is not necessarily the greatest thing, but there, there were a lot of benefits to the way I grew up too. But um, one thing I tell my little sister is like, 
and we all, you know, we all learn from each other by example. Like my first sister got an apartment. You know, she didn't get to go to university, but she had an apartment. You know, so then it's like, okay, next person lived with her, but then got an apartment, went to university, and it's like everybody built on the last person that did something. Mm-hmm. And I said, you don't understand in our world where we don't have, you know, a lot of parental support and stuff like that, where you're kind of self-raised, co-raised, and parents. You know, it's kind of a mishmash of an upbringing, but it is. You have a massive job that kind of goes unnoticed or unrecognized. It's like we all have this huge job to keep somebody housed, somebody well-fed, somebody encouraged, uh, you know, motivated, um, fulfilled, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, clothed, all those things. And that person is you. And you have a dependent. Like I tell my little sister, it's like you're raising, you know, like, you know, when she was going through, I said, you're in charge of a 27-year-old, and it's you. Mm-hmm. It's a big, you have to take care of a 27-year-old. You just got a 27-year-old job. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to do it, and it's kind of a thankless job, and in this world it gets harder and harder and harder to do that. Um, but uh, I do feel like I'm my, uh, like, I do have a dependent, and it's me. Um, yeah. We're gonna get, you know, we're gonna. I loved where that ended. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, life is such a burden, and then it was us. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Great. It is because I always look at like my seven-year-old kid self, and I'm like, Rob, I'm trying to get you there. Yeah. You gotta help me help you. Mm. I hear your dreams. I know. I know. We're, mm. we're doing what we can here. Yeah. We're doing what we can here. I've just always been taking care of that. Um, and I don't know. I don't know where this uh, really. I never know where things start and where I end. This is the issue. Mm. I love it though. That was a, that's such a beautiful like. I feel like sometimes with like the, like self care movement is like so big now, and oh sometimes I roll my I eye at it. One. But I feel like that's like such a nice reframe of being like you got to take care of your dependent, which is yourself. Like that's such a better. I don't know. Yeah, that, that it's just like if you're living in a crazy city, it was like you have to have a job. You have to make rent. You yeah. have to be well fed. Yeah. You have to be fulfilled. You have to like. It's a lot to think about. We live in in very independent like society we're not living in communities and stuff it's like okay so you're gonna be your own caregiver so if i need to be motivated to get you know whatever my next project is or whatever to sell or or, you know to do well i'm gonna get that thing if i still need treats i do that yeah you know but my treats have gotten bigger (laughs) i enjoy the treats. your watches and your yeah well i have one watch and i have one car but but i would love to have multiple no i'm just like the thing is, is not even because I think I buy stuff for life. Like when I did buy a watch, it's like I don't ever have to buy another watch. Like my glasses. Yeah. My glasses I've had over 10 years. As soon oh, as yeah. I found them. That, you've had that for 10 years? Yeah. Those oh exact frames? Yes. I'd take care of them. Wow. Um, an earlier frame fell out the window that was the same. Uh, I was looking out the window. I was so excited. We were going fast. And then they flew out. <laughs> of the car? Oh, yeah, of the car. <laughs> that makes way more sense. Oh, yeah. I was picturing you just like in like in a tall building. <laughs> no, I was in a convertible. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I realized I could turn back. And I'm like, I can't see. Oh, there's um, nothing worse. But, yeah. But it's like eyes. once I found my glasses, I'm like, I don't have to think of glasses again. Yeah. Glasses are done. <sighs> mm. Check. I give no thought. Done. Check. Done forever. So that's, that's a way. beautiful feeling. Yeah. No upgrades on the glasses. No upgrades. I've had bad eyes since I was eight, and I'd spend. I feel like finding the right glasses for me took until recently, and I like the glasses I have now. And I don't think I would. Are upgrade. you in contacts now? Contacts right now. Yeah. I can't see shit. I wake up. I think about that every day. Those are my two things. If I could wake up well rested every day and I could see perfectly. Would you get the LASIK? It scares me. So my mom. This is bad of me because my mom's an eye doctor. 
and she knows what she's talking about and she was like you should get it now because you're a good candidate because your eyes won't get bad again you've probably gotten as bad as they'll get and then he's always a good candidate for surgery i'm a good candidate i got a nice little body here they're like we can tinker with this consider my candidacy okay but because i i won't be you get you know obviously your age once you get to a certain age your eyes start to get bad again that goes for everybody so like like 40s 50s go on so because I'm in my 20s now, like it's a, I'll have a good bit of time before that happens, so it's like a good time to get it. And I was like, ah, I just don't think I want a laser in my eye, but she's like a fucking professional. Yeah. I should listen to her. And she's my mom, so I feel like she Why wouldn't she recommend. Fast. Say it again. Will she do your surgery? She wouldn't do it. Conflict of interest. Conflict yeah. of interest. She's also she's not practicing anymore, so she also wouldn't do it for yeah. that reason, but... But I don't know why I've been like, nah, I'm not doing that. Because she knows what she's talking about. Well, do you like wearing glasses? Like, I'm such a glasses person now. Mm. I don't even, that's an identity I do like my glasses. But I guess it would be nice to be able to see. I don't know. I guess would it save money in the end if I didn't have to pay for the contacts? Yeah, contacts is a scam. Fucking. I mean, they are giving you vision. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see things from far away. And I think it's because I used to go like tanning in high school, and I would never wear the goggles. And they oh. said this will fuck up your eyes, and I think it did. I Why didn't you wear the that. goggles? Because I was eighteen. <laughs> I was eighteen years old. I never understood the goggles too, because <laughs> they were so like stupid. fully covered except for the little tiny eye hole. And it's like, what? Yeah. That part. Well, that's to what's get funny some? to me about Donald Trump. I was like, I'm not. I don't think it's bad that you're tan. I just think you should tan better because it's like <laughs> why are your eyes re- like t- stop wearing the goggles? It in is there. crazy that they let him be that shade. It's crazy. Well, uh, that felt like um, I forget what politician had a gorgeous tan. I, you know what? I think it was Ron DeSantis. It was like, okay, what well, you can say about okay, him is that he worked, he's totally into he's worked his tan out. He watches for MSNBC sure. all day long. This guy. Yeah. I need white noise, and it's MSNBC. <laughs> is he on MSNBC? No, they never put him on. No, of course not. No. Probably just bad shots of him. They the talk photos about you're him. seeing of him are Rachel probably Rachel Maddow. She only comes for special events now because um, mm. she's on every Monday night. And then if something crazy happens, which it does a lot, it she'll like come into a panel. With like Jen Psaki, who's kind of annoying, you but not because she's a woman. the Daily Show. Yeah, was she up for like, it? No, not even that she wants it for three dollars. I, I don't know what they does. Do anybody there. want it? I don't even know who they're going to give no. it to. It mm-hmm. seems like the the job nobody wants to take. And they just my roommate found around. that table on the ground outside. No, so do what you want with this. <laughs> Dog, that's kind of a piggy bank, but kind of not. I don't even I, know. Wall. Wait, what's funny is I was going to lie to you about which room was mine. Any days, I want to go you, see after. You might like mine better because <laughs> okay, mine's I'm walking shit. here. Whose is this? That's, that's me. That's, wait, this smells amazing. <laughs> you did get the Peloton. Yeah. Wait. You financed it. You financed it? Yeah. That's some of the worst advice. How much de- debt do you have? 54 a month until I die, but it's only 54 every month. $54? Yeah, every month. Okay. Till you die. Yeah. How many years? Only like three. Oh, so, great. like, not actually until I okay, die, but yeah. 54 is a lot. Okay. Yeah. How often are you using it? Um, Sometimes every day, sometimes not once a month. So, the interesting thing about it is that he also goes to Soul Cycle. <laughs> I have anxiety. And I'm always like, but you got one at the house. Wait, do you get mad about no, that? No, but I just I just wonder. Yeah. yeah because you no, need more of a wonder. motivation. Is, no, is huge. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I need yeah. someone to be like, This was get a waste of money, okay? And how much debt <laughs> do you have currently? Just regular. Do you want to see my affirm app? You're like, your jaw's not even good, but I, like, yeah. So I finance my skincare and then also that. I pay like. Do you have credit card debt? No. Do you have any other debt? No. But that's Okay, that's fine. Thank you. No, I know. But, but, <laughs> but rich kids doing rich kid right makes me happy. Thank if you. you did it wrong and you have all this debt, fine. My parents but a like, firm got yeah. you good. Yeah. They got me really good. They found him okay. and said, this yeah. is an ideal candidate. Yeah. For this. And Klarna. I mean, I finance the cologne I'm wearing right now. I finance everything. You do. Always you financed a vacuum that was $100. That, yeah, that one right behind you. I financed that. I what love did you financing. finance? My shark vacuum. 
Wait, this little thing? Yeah. Is there no? Like, you don't like it? Put it on. It's amazing. You finance that? Yeah, I pay twenty dollars a month, but it might be paid off by now. Because Am- you can finance right through Amazon now too. I don't finance. <laughs> it's no, okay, I, I do. I bought my car cash. I never thought about it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same you understand? way. I don't have car payment. Be... I don't. I don't have pay. Like no. I, I would pay rent upfront the year. I would do yeah, the same. Oh, I'm like, I, I need too. it to be because that's an emergency. Somebody's doing that. There's I understand something that about in... no, about like not spending a lot at once. That's like this is okay. You know. You this let this be your rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. I, I need you to. This is your wake up call. I've come. Hashem sent me to you. <laughs> Wait, what's scary about this is that in my brain, because the skincare is paid off in June, and I was like, what are we going to do next? In July, I was like, picture myself at the beach in this July with my like. new thing. Yeah. This is what you like to do. This is your, you know, this, hobby. I no. think men look better as they age. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I'm like, so that's why. To just like moisturize. I can't it. wait to see how I look when I'm in my 30s and 40s. It only does yeah. get, it only does I'm go up. I'm worried sick. <laughs> about trans dudes later we need them to get old already we i need, need to, to know, know. i need to know i'm somebody i would often think because i'm like what i gotta live to 120 yeah i'm out here wanting as much life as possible yeah okay I mean, this is the issue with me so if this does anything it's like that was the biggest trade-off for me i'm like if this diminishes yeah. life in any way shape or form no can do yeah they no, don't have probably. a lot of info on mm. it and they they did warn me when i started <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they said no. listen we don't know everything no. Which is part, I mean, that's part they have to tell you. They're like, we don't have no. infinite research on this, of course, which you know is a risk going in. That is fascinating. And they also said, we're going to monitor your, like, cholesterol and, like, heart stuff because men have a higher risk of, like, heart stuff. So just naturally with testosterone, you'll have a higher risk of heart stuff. But that also is, like, if you diet and exercise in a way that is healthy for your lifestyle, you'll probably be okay. Like, who do we have? We got Buck Angel, who doesn't look terrific to me. And he's out there spewing. I, I don't know what he's up to. He seems mad. And, yeah. I mean, he got sucked up on, you know, they're both kind of almost these religious experiences now. He got sucked up on this, yeah. on the right version of it, right uh, wing version. But, the you know, it's just, it's all, if you got sucked in, you got sucked in. Nobody yeah. can think nuancedly mm. about something. Anything. Anymore. But I, I want us to have a lot of long-term folks. Yeah. Yeah. My heart goes out. Like, that's why I'm excited. Listen. I wish, yeah. Who do we know else who's, like, out there? I don't know. I don't know that, like, I know any... Thomas Beattie, the, 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 the trans man who had the babies. I don't know. He must be on now. He must be. Well, There's a lot of guys... I know my therapist is... Mm, I don't know how old he is, but I would guess 40s or 50s would be trans my guess. Dude. He is trans dude. Oh, mm-hmm. But I think... I don't know if he's currently on T or not. Some guys go off. Right. After a certain uh, yeah, and because they look good, right? Cool, because at some point, like it just like kind of does all the stuff for you that you like kind of the bare that's smart. minimum, I and then you can go that's off. Something I've thought of. Yeah, that's a good one. You get the both, voice. Go up. Yeah, and then like, yeah, but it's I don't know, it's too early to say what it'll do to any of us. I guess. Ugh, this is what I hate. I need to know everything. <sighs> if it makes you feel better, there's so much aspartame behind you, and they have no idea what that's going to do. <laughs> that's true. That's that true. That is true. Can I talk with that? Bud. Yeah. Well, I think we really did it. Yeah. Did Thank you so much for being on. Do you want to plug socials or anything coming up? Robbie Hoffman on Instagram. Couple of nudes when they're not taken down. Yeah. And at I am Robbie Hoffman on Twitter. Yeah, and you'll be here till March second in the city yeah, doing I shows. Yeah, I'll be in Ann Arbor. I've got a lot of days coming up. I'm doing the Ann Arbor Comedy Festival with uh, Marie Faustin. Oh, um, I fucking love Marie. That is a, that is a wild combination. I mean, people. talk Thursday. about a laugh. I know. Yeah, we'll that you can't replicate. <laughs> and um, I'm in New Orleans. I'm at Tulane. I'm 
in Columbus, Ohio at some point. I'm, I'm all, I have a lot of dates coming up, so just look at the Instagram. I'm trying to post when I can. I do stories kind of day of. Those are last minute. I apologize. <laughs> but not fucking DMs, so don't message. Yeah. yeah, if you had a problem with anything, it's on you. <laughs> I've already let it go. Yeah, awesome. All right, we'll get out of here on a smooch. Ready? One, two, three. Hey boys, thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda, that's C O N O R, Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N I C O Carney, C A R N E Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.